Coming up on today's Locked On Big Ten, the Big Ten tournament starts today. And while the teams playing today maybe won't make the tournament or won't win the Big Ten tournament, it's still possible for them to play spoiler if they win today and, of course, play again tomorrow. So, which teams have the biggest chance of shaking up things across the rest of the Big Ten with the teams that, uh, to be frank, uh, still matter? We'll talk about that here on Locked On Big Ten. Our Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I'm your host, Nate Dickinson, as always here Monday through Friday with everything you need to know on what's going on in the Big Ten Conference. Coming up on today's show, Four games coming up tomorrow in the Big Ten that could matter. Two games today that don't really matter, but two of the teams winning today could, of course, play spoiler to the games going on tomorrow. So, out of the teams left here in the Big Ten, the teams, quite honestly, who aren't still playing for any sort of NCAA tournament bid, who could be the biggest spoiler to one of the two teams awaiting them tomorrow? We'll break that down here today. And later on, of course, as we start the Big Ten tournament, we got to ask the question, who can actually win this thing? We'll take a deeper look at the bracket and how exactly everything plays out to finish up the show. Before we get into any of that, though, we'll, of course, give you everything that you may have missed yesterday in the Big Ten. Of course, the Big Ten tournament starts today, which means there are two games for us to tell you about. Both Nebraska against Northwestern coming up and Minnesota against Penn State. Going to provide us with opportunities to get good basketball, but again, not a couple of teams that are really threatening to do much of anything here as far as the Big Ten or NCAA tournament goes. But We'll get into those games here in just a minute. First, other news around the Big Ten. Ohio State's Kyle Young, who is a captain on that team, one of four that the Buckeyes have, and of course, as a captain, one of the leaders as well, he will not be playing for the Buckeyes in their first game tomorrow. Now, Ohio State, we'll talk about in a minute, is going to play one of the teams playing here today. So it's not looking like, and I'll say later on, that Ohio State should have too much trouble with any of the teams coming through here, but... We'll talk more about what that could mean if he were to miss more time because Young out with a, a concussion, his third one in just over a calendar year. So, of course, they're going to be very, very careful with it. If he ends up having to miss more time, of course, it wouldn't hurt Ohio State's NCAA tournament chances. They're in. But, of course, seeding matters. Big Ten tournament matters to these kids. And, of course, as Captain Kyle Young wants to be out there with his team as it gets ready for a postseason run. So, we'll see when Ohio State exactly can get him back. But, it's, of course, better to have him do this right now than later. But with concussion, of course, it's not really a kind of that kind of decision to make, really. But anyway, he is out. We'll see if it ends up affecting the Buckeyes, whoever they play on Thursday. In other news, finalists announced in hockey for the Big Ten Coach of the Year. The finalists three are Notre Dame's Jeff Jackson, Minnesota's Bob Motzko, and Ohio State's Steve Rolick. We'll, of course, get later news on who ends up winning that. And in other news around not really the Big Ten, but news that will affect the Big Ten here in the bubble, we do have an update here from Joe Lenardi. Nothing really big in him because, again, not a lot of the big conference tournaments are starting. They start up today. And while the Big Ten doesn't have any tournament implication games going on, there are other teams on the bubble still doing things that are going to matter. It's namely these three schools that are still right there close to the tournament picture. Virginia, Virginia Tech, and Xavier. 
particularly Xavier, because that team right now sitting in the NCAA tournament above what is the Indiana Hoosiers, who as of right now, according to Lenardi, are still the first team out. They've got a big game coming up against Michigan tomorrow. We talked to Jacob Rude about yesterday, but we'll get into, of course, all the Big Ten stuff later. Right now, if you're a Big Ten tournament team hopeful, or particularly an Indiana Hoosier fan who is right on the edge there, or even a Michigan fan too, that Xavier team, if it were to lose today, it plays Rutgers in the Big East tournament in the 8-9 game. If Xavier's the 8 seed were to lose, that would, of course, help a lot in making Indiana a whole lot better of a team. Of course, if they can beat Michigan, that would help too. But again, Xavier's in, I think, the last four in as it stands, according to Joe Lenardi. So if they lose, they'd obviously bump down some. Is it enough? That'll be a conversation for later on in the week, of course. But that's the biggest game of the week as far as the bubble goes, or at least of the day as far as the bubble goes. Xavier playing against Butler in that Big East first round, but then in the ACC, Virginia and Virginia Tech also in action too. They're both outside of the bubble. That's why I say their games don't matter as much. They're trying to climb back in. But again, if they're going to do so, you want to get them out of the way early here. You don't want to let them start piling up wins. So again, Xavier probably most important, Virginia and Virginia Tech. The other two bubble teams still fighting there and still hoping to go on a run to claw into the field of 68. That's a little bit of just, again, everything that's going on right now here in all the college basketball in the Big Ten. Of course, we've got our own stuff to talk about. Big Ten tournament starts up here today. And while the teams playing today may not end up mattering at the end of March at all, it could end up shaking up the Big Ten tournament if one of these teams ends up pulling off an upset after a win today and playing tomorrow. We'll get into all of that and who could play spoiler on Thursday out of these Wednesday games here on Locked On Big Ten. Listen, March Madness is great, and of course everyone loves filling out their brackets, but it's maybe been a while since the last time you actually won a whole lot of money or even close to winning a whole lot of money when you enter into some of those pools. So what are some other ways that you can try to make sure that you can have some fun while also staying profitable? during NCAA tournament season. You can do it with Stat Hero's new NCAA Pick'em Contests. The new NCAA Single Game Pick'ems pits the star players against each other in amazing hybrids between fantasy and sports betting. Take control back from those handicappers that always seem to have the advantage and start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on any big spreads or long odds or fancy props or anything like that. Again, it's a combination of fantasy and sports betting out there that allows you to be able to have some fun while also doing it while betting on the biggest players in the tournament. You can do it right now at stathero.com slash locked on for a 100% deposit match. That's stathero.com slash locked on and use our promo code locked on for a 100% match. Stathero.com slash locked on promo code locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks again for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every weekday. Make sure also to check out our Locked On Bracket Breakdown coming March 14th, the Monday after Selection Sunday, right here on the Locked On Big Ten podcast feed and YouTube channel. College basketball experts Chris Gordy, Andy Patton, and betting expert Lee Sterling give you in-depth breakdowns on every matchup. It's again the Locked On Bracket Breakdown. March 14th, you'll be able to find it right here on the Locked On Big Ten feed. Welcome back into Locked On Big Ten. Nate Dickinson with you here 
As we get into the Big Ten tournament today, gotta ask ourselves, while none of the teams playing today are really gonna have any impact, say, at the end of this weekend, what could they do here tomorrow on Thursday, if they were to win today, to be able to spoil things for another team in the Big Ten? Let's talk about it here now as we look at the matchups. First game today is Northwestern against Nebraska. Now, as these two teams face off here, I do have to say that while Nebraska is the hot team right now, and obviously the trendy pick to maybe make an upset if they were to win this game, I'm not really, really excited about the prospect of a Nebraska team being able to knock off an Iowa team next round. While as Northwestern, on the other hand, I was actually pleasantly surprised by how likely I think they could be able to stack up against really anyone in the Big Ten, just given what they've done this season. We'll get to this in a moment. Now, uh, once again, Nebraska is the hot team. Nebraska beat Ohio State big and beat Penn State before, too, which was really only especially notable because Nebraska hadn't really beaten anyone up until that point. Uh, the Cornhuskers have not been a good Big Ten team. They were, up until those last couple of wins, by far the worst Big Ten team in the entire conference. They had not played teams close. And while Nebraska had those two wins late, and you could say is the hot team right now, if they win here today, they'd have another win under their belt going into a matchup against Iowa. This Northwestern team has consistently throughout the season, while it hasn't been winning games, and obviously that shows as the 11 seed in this tournament, Northwestern is still finding ways to play teams really, really close. I'm going to pull up the full schedule right now, but Northwestern has played in its 13 Big Ten losses this season. Only three of them have been by double digits. It's really remarkable when you look at just the entire body of work for Northwestern that uh, one, I wasn't picking up on it as it was happening. There's just so much going on at the top of the Big Ten. But just looking at the record, you had a 20-point loss to Purdue, then a 17-point loss to Minnesota that, of course, looks bad, followed by a 21-point loss to Iowa, which makes the prospects of tomorrow's games not great. But outside of that, every other Big Ten loss that Iowa had, even back to way, way back in December when it had the loss, oh no, it actually picked up the win against Maryland in that early conference game. Northwestern's been playing teams close to start off the season. Seven, six points against Michigan State when it lost. Four against Penn State. Eight against Ohio State. Seven against Maryland. Six against Wisconsin. Then just two points against Michigan. Just three points against Illinois. So, yes, while it's losing the games against like a team like Penn State, too, and Minnesota, which isn't good, it's also losing and playing close with every other team in the Big Ten, too. So, is Northwestern a team that's just going to play up to some competition and down to others? It, it certainly looks like it has been that in the Big Ten at least so far this season. And coming off a big win against Minnesota to end things in the regular season, it should, at least I think, be able to take care of Nebraska without too much trouble. Now again, I said that against, well, just about everybody. Nebraska's been playing as of late and they've been beating teams left and right. But it, when it comes to this game... I feel like Northwestern is the better choice to be able to go on and win another game later on. If Northwestern wins this game, or if Nebraska wins this game, I should say, that's really the game for them, right? And I'll say the same thing later on when we talk about a Minnesota team, too. And maybe we'll use this, of course, to transition from one to the other. For Minnesota and Nebraska both, this feels like this is the game for them, right? 
like Penn State and Northwestern, they're hoping that they can get by this game to maybe knock somebody off tomorrow. But for Minnesota and Northwestern, again, the 13 and 14 seeds, Minnesota and Nebraska, I should say. So really, as far as their season goes, it's been a losing season. These teams have known they've been on that track for a long time, Minnesota especially again. And really, they're playing to get this one win if they can. They're not expecting to go and get reel off three, four wins in the Big Ten tournament or even get a couple of wins in a row. It's something where, again, it's hard to really put your finger on, but like this is the game for, say, a Minnesota team or a Nebraska team. Nebraska maybe not as much because, again, they've been getting hot. But I feel like, again, while people are playing for their seasons, they kind of know, again, exactly where their teams are at and where the opportunity to get the kind of meaningful wins are. For for a team like Minnesota, especially as we shift over to that other game, Minnesota is a team that's full of seniors. It hasn't been winning all year. It knows it isn't going to win all season long. I mean, you pick up wins here and there, but this team knew it wasn't going to be a winning basketball team. It was trying to really, I think, just put together a foundation for Ben Johnson as he put together a squad that was really just made up of misfit toys from around NCAA basketball from all sorts of different divisions. Again, that team had nobody left from last season. So for it to come back and really win anything in the Big Ten was big. But again, a team like Minnesota, they're playing for this one game to try and knock off a Penn State to be able to end the season on something, right? You want a Big Ten tournament game. That's something. That's something for Ben Johnson to say he did. That's something for the Minnesota Gophers to say that they were able to accomplish in an otherwise lost season. That's what they're playing for here tonight. While a Penn State team, on the other hand of that game, they're looking forward and saying, okay, how could we beat Ohio State tomorrow if we can, of course, take care of Minnesota here today? That's the difference, right? Minnesota's waiting to win this game. Penn State, while they're not, of course, looking ahead, they're thinking about that matchup with Ohio State already. I feel like Minnesota doesn't think that much about it just yet because, again, the game just isn't... I don't, I don't, I don't want to say it doesn't matter in the Big Ten, but it's not something where Minnesota is thinking, oh, we're going to go on a huge, huge run and win this thing, you know? But going back to the first and original game, I guess we talked enough about Minnesota and Penn State... As far as spoilers go here, I think out of the out of all four of the teams, really, but out of just this matchup in particular, of course, while Nebraska's the hot team, Northwestern's the team that's been able to play with any big team night in and night out. I feel like they deserve the opportunity to go up against this Iowa squad again after getting blown out by them before, and I feel like they'll be especially focused after that big blowout again, a more than 20-point loss last time out, that they'd be able to try and at least put together a little bit of a better effort. Again, in that second game, Minnesota and Penn State. Penn State's just a team that's been able to compete at all lately. Lost by one to Rutgers, five by Illinois, beat Michigan State by less uh, less than a month ago. So uh, that's obviously the most competitive side of things. Uh, It's nothing creative. Minnesota and Nebraska are pretty clearly in the bottom two of this conference right now. Get them out of the way and let these two teams who at least have a shot at making some sort of upset bid on Thursday do their thing. Uh, It's no doubt Penn State and Northwestern's who you want to be playing tomorrow if you ask me if you want competitive basketball throughout the day. 
we're going to have competitive basketball for sure in one game tomorrow. That Michigan-Indiana game is for a whole, whole lot, not just in the Big Ten and everything else. But as things get really going here tomorrow and then into the weekend, we got to ask ourselves before all that starts, who's really got a shot to win this thing? That's coming up here in just a minute on Locked On Big Ten. Well, March Madness is here, which means it's almost time to start filling out brackets. And if you're one of the people who actually puts together the big pool, you could be wasting your time by not using runyourpool.com. We've gone over and looked at all the different ways to do this bracket thing. And Run Your Pool is just quite simply the best. They've got not only an easy way for you to just organize your normal bracket pool, but if you're looking to switch it up a little bit or do a little bit more than just the normal thing this year, they've got eliminator style games. They've got survival kind of games. It's all sorts of ways for you to play bracket busting kind of games with your friends, with your coworkers, or anybody really at runyourpool.com. If you're someone, again, just trying to do it for the family, it's nice and simple and easy. If you're trying to get the coworkers involved, you can send it all out to everybody at once. Or if you're running a business, you can get customers involved and get new customers out there too. It's runyourpool.com. Putting out to bracket challenge is one of the best ways to get your name out there if you want to, or to just have fun with friends and family, of course, too. And if you want to play with us too for a shot at a cash prize, you can join our game at runyourpool.com slash locked on. While you're there, you can create your own pool for your friends and family. If you do use the product, enter pure madness at checkout for $10 off your custom pool. All the rules and details will be available there. That's runyourpool.com slash locked on for your chance to win a cash prize. We look forward to seeing and beating you there. Welcome back into Locked On Big Ten. Nate Dickinson with you here. As we finish up today, we're talking about this big picture Big Ten tournament stuff and asking who can really win this thing. Thanks again for making Locked On Big Ten your first listen every weekday. As we dive into the tournament here today, and before we get into the real nitty-gritty in the weekend here, I want to start to kind of wonder, as we have 14 teams still active, how many of them can really win this tournament? Starting at the top, of course, with the format of the way that the Big Ten tournament goes, anyone who's in those top four seeds is going to have a really good shot and can legitimately win Saturday and Sunday to win the whole thing. So when you look at this, or I should say Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to win the whole thing. So when you look at Illinois, Rutgers, Wisconsin, and Purdue, obviously all four of those teams have a chance to win this. Obviously, they've played their way into the opportunity to get that double bye and have earned the respect of the Big Ten all the way up and down. I mean, even with the Rutgers four seed, you don't think of them as the fourth best team in the Big Ten. But obviously, you look at what they've done recently and what they've done throughout the Big Ten season, and you think, all right, well, yeah, they have beaten everybody. So they are just as likely as anyone else. And I mean, obviously, when you beat everybody, you're able to get up to the fourth seed in the Big Ten. But those four seeds are obviously in. So when you're looking at like teams playing tomorrow on Thursday, who has a real shot to win this title? Let's start at the top. Iowa's the five seed. They shouldn't have, I wouldn't think, any trouble with the Northwestern or Nebraska. I know we just talked about Northwestern, I do think, has the best shot out of any of the teams to be able to knock off one of these teams going into the next round, but the team they're playing is Iowa, and I don't think Keegan Murray lets Northwestern beat him, and with Iowa knocking the doors off Northwestern very recently, I really don't think Northwestern can be that much better the second time around to win. Play a good game? Absolutely. But win it? I don't think so. 
Indiana and Michigan are a couple of interesting uh, teams here. I'm actually going to put them both out of consideration for winning the whole thing just because they're going to be playing for so much tomorrow. Uh, I mean, Indiana absolutely, as we talked about with Jacob Root, is playing for its tournament hopes, period. If it wins that game and Michigan is going to want, obviously, the wiggle room of trying to win that W, get that W too. So I feel like with both those teams, you've got squads who are going in thinking if we win, we're good as far as the field of 68 goes. Michigan, I think, is pretty good either way, but another conversation for later on. Right now, I think both those teams are thinking we just need to win on Thursday. And then you got the number one seed, Illinois, on Friday. And if you put up a good game against Illinois, you know what? That's great. And obviously, everybody's fighting still throughout all 40 minutes. But really, you feel like your job's already done if you get the win on Thursday, is I guess what I'm trying to say. So I'm taking them out of consideration here. Moving on, you have Michigan State and Maryland playing tomorrow. And then also in the later matchup, Ohio State will play the winner of Minnesota and Penn State. I don't see Ohio State even more so than Iowa. I don't see Ohio State losing to either of those teams, Penn State or Minnesota. Despite how good Penn State's looked at times, EJ Liddell's been on fire as of late, and I don't think Ohio State loses that game. Moving on to the other side, Maryland and Michigan State. If Michigan State can beat Maryland, and Maryland has played Michigan State tough before, I would love to see Michigan State as it goes through this tournament. Because again, the Spartans don't have that one guy, but they do have the consistency, I think, to be able to win, say, three games in a row. Maybe they shouldn't have. Let's say they play Wisconsin after winning here, then end up going up against an Ohio State or a Purdue, a game that will be good. But whichever team, let's say, matches up better with Michigan State, maybe that probably be Ohio State at this point. Get that game, and then all of a sudden, you're fighting for the Big Ten Championship at the end. I think Michigan State's the end. The top seven seeds, as it plays out, I think could all win this tournament, but I don't think anyone under that could do it. I don't see any path out there besides that for any of these other squads. Indiana and Michigan are going to play a really hard-fought game tomorrow. I don't think either of them gets by Illinois. None of the teams playing today are going to do anything. Maryland, I don't think, has the staying power to go on if it beats Michigan State. I think it can beat Michigan State, but I think the Spartans and everyone above them have the ability to be able to win three games in a row or two games in a row, whatever it needs to be, four games in a row, I should say, or three games in a row, whatever it needs to be to win this tournament. So if I'm one of the top seven seeds, I think you can win this. And I guess what I'm saying at the end of this is the top half of the Big Ten can win it. The bottom half probably isn't. And that's not really all that revolutionary. But I don't think that anybody under at least those seven has the path, I should say, to being able to take this thing, especially with the situation with that 8-9 matchup with Michigan and Indiana. Both those teams, I think, are good enough, again, to win any day in the Big Ten, but having to play the day after what would be such an emotional win before against the top-seeded team is just not a formula for getting it done. All right, we're going to talk more here again tomorrow immediately after Michigan and Indiana about Michigan and Indiana. That game will be a Good one, no doubt about it here as both teams fight for the NCAA tournament bid. We're going to talk to one of our hosts from either Michigan or Indiana, whoever's available between Isaiah Hole and Jacob Rude here tomorrow on the show, or maybe both of them. We'll see if we can get that lucky here on Locked On Big Ten. I'm Nate Dickinson. We'll talk tomorrow.